Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, friend. I'm Nicole Walters, mom of three, your internet bestie and founder of Inherit Learning Company. If you're looking for the motivation you need to pursue a life of purpose, then join me each week on the Nicole Walters podcast as I share my hard-learned lessons and answer your DMs about life, business, and everything in between. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Check out the Nicole Walters podcast every Tuesday here on Dear Media. You can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. So excited. Charlie D'Amelio is here. I don't know if you know her, you guys. I don't know. She only has 151 million just on TikTok. I think so. Yeah. Can I ask you, because I'm, I'm wondering, like, when you get to a certain millions, does it not even matter anymore? Like 100, 120, 130, 140. Like, it's... Yeah. I think for me, because so much of this happened during COVID, it's really hard to understand that those are real people that are watching you even like over 500 people like anything above that I think is a lot you can't see truly how many people it is and I think it's almost better that way because it makes it really scary if you if you really think about it think about how many people that is because I feel like I've seen creators with like smaller numbers let's say 3,000 people okay and the way they they talk about it and is so, I feel like, helpful for newer people is like, imagine 3,000 people in a room. That's a lot of people that are choosing to follow you. And with you, I feel like not imagining it is better. Because if, if you imagine 151 million, that's like... It's almost like scary, the amount of people that can see the videos you're making by yourself. Because of that, do you overthink things that you put out, like knowing that so many people are watching? I think now, definitely a lot more than in the beginning. It's just scary because I don't know these people. They don't know me. They see the little videos that I make. It's really weirdly disconnected. The fans that I have been able to meet have been 
incredible and those are the people that I feel like I make my videos for even when I maybe don't want to or aren't feeling up to it I think it's those people that really help me feel better about posting yeah because you're like okay there are 151 million how many of those are like the great people that I meet on the street yeah and how many of those are hate watching or negative Nancy's or you know like you don't you can't really know like how it's made up Yeah. Or even are these people I know, are these people I've met, are these people that were just randomly scrolling and like clicked follow by accident? You just have no idea who these people are watching you. And you just have to hope that they continue to enjoy whatever you make for them. Do you care about the numbers? Like if I told you, Charlie, I could go through your followers and make sure that only the people that actually love you stay and I can get rid of all the fucking negative Nancy's and whatever, but you'll stay with 70 million. Would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it almost bothers people sometimes that I don't really think about being the best or being Mm. first or anything like that. I think it maybe bothers like my team because to me, I only really want to do it if it's fun. Yeah. And I don't, worry about things like that because whatever like if everyone decides to forget about me tomorrow I have to live with that so I try to just have as much fun as I can and not worry about the things that I can't control because you're only 19 yeah wild sounds like you have really good balance that you even have those thoughts of like if it all goes away like you have those thoughts if it all goes away like I'll be okay I'll do this I'll do that like you have those thoughts yeah I mean I don't know how to handle it I don't know how to think through all of it so much. I just try to, I mean, I was always told like through this entire experience, like it's going to go away. It's not going to be there forever. Like Mm. not, no one's going to care about you as much as they do right now. So I've been prepared from the beginning Uh, that it's going to, you know. Like year one, you're you're year what, four now? Yeah. You're like, not going away, bitches. Yeah. Still here. So I think just preparing myself for the worst. That's kind of how I walk into every situation. And Well, let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Because for those of you that don't know, Charlie, you're from Connecticut. So New York must feel like home, homish. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did you used to come out like to the city a lot? Yeah, I used to dance out here. So I would take the train after school, do my homework on the train, walk to whatever dance studio it is from Grand Central. And then take the train back Did you do Broadway dance? Yeah, Broadway Dance Center, Ripley Greer, all of them. So so that's the thing. I remember when you came out and people were like, who's this girl? Like the difference between you and other dancers, dancey TikTok people, I'll call it, is that you're an actual dancer. Yeah, I grew up training dance and everything. I was a competitive dancer. I never really bridged the gap to professional work. I did like little things here and there, little dance things that were outside of my studio. I was on like a hip hop crew out here, which was really fun for a while, but I never broke out into it. Did you want to though? Yeah, I would do auditions and everything. I would always get cut. Like I was always so But you were so young too. Like, yeah, I was. Did they allow 13 year olds at auditions for for backup dancing? Everything. There was, there's little kids that were like six and seven that are better than I could ever imagine being. So it's, it's hard to compete with those like young dancers. 
because you're either like in the world like some dance studios that are competitive that in the professional world is like right next to each other like mm. you meet the choreographers that are choreographing for all these people I wasn't that lucky I think you got lucky later yeah like <laughs> a lot of those Utah Arizona Los Angeles dance studios like it's very different I was in Connecticut mm. so I didn't really get those same opportunities with the choreographers until a lot later like right before I stopped competing was when I started to make all those connections and then all of this happened so it was kind of like a couple reroutes so tell us how you started then on on TikTok was it just random yeah my friends knew me as the dancer in the group so they would have me learn all the dance TikToks and then teach it to them so they can post it this was before I even had my own account then I was just making videos at school in my school uniform with my friends very random. Yeah. But you started making them up though at a point though, right? Yeah, I did. I made a couple of the pretty viral dances. I don't really think anyone knows which dances were mine because I never really was like taking credit. But yeah, between making my own and following other people's, it just kind of worked out perfectly. And people started watching a lot really fast. Tell me about that. So you're living in Connecticut, normalish life. Yeah, super normal. Super normal. In high school. In high school. 15 is what? Ninth? Uh, I was in my sophomore year. Sophomore year. With your friends hanging out. And then what? Did you go up by a million like in a day? Yeah. I remember my first trip out to LA. My dad was going out there for work. And I was like, I have a work opportunity. Can I go out there with you? And he was like, okay. He's always like, do whatever how did, what work do you remember what it was? It was like I was going to famous birthdays and like doing their little videos. So I was going out there for that. And I was oh, going out there. I know there what you're talking like, about. Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? It's somebody's birthday and they like order. and Yeah, it's this. I don't even know what you would call them, but they do these like YouTube videos. And I was ready to do one of those. But it's like the actual thing kind of keeps track of famous people's birthdays. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So what they slid into your like TikTok DMs, how does that work? And they were like, we'd love to have you out and film a video. So I was like, okay, well, now I have a reason to go out there. Yeah. And I was going to go and meet some friends. And I did. And it was great. And I started gaining followers really fast. There was like one point where I was gaining over a million followers a day. And that was pretty crazy. Was every video at that point going viral? I know that TikTok now is like everyone's fighting yeah, for like the, the viralness. Yeah. People used to screen record their For You pages and it would be like 60 videos about me in a row. And it was wild. What and did you think was, was happening? Like, I had no idea. You were like, idea. thank I was you? <laughs> going with the flow. Yeah. It started with everyone being like, oh, she's so cool. And then everyone was like, no, we hate her. So everyone was talking about not liking me versus liking me. and Like you mean the internet was. Yeah. And it was just back and forth. But everyone was making videos. They were like, if you have her in a video, it'll go viral. That was like what people were saying. Oh, so you mean, okay. So you were going viral. I'm a TikTok grandma. So that's why I'm asking. <laughs> you were going viral, your dancing videos. And then people, you were showing up for people. They started talking about you too yeah. in videos. Like duetting my video. Duetting and being like, do we like her? Do we not? Yeah. Did you guys know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? And if you're among them, just know you're not alone. It happens to everybody. 
thinning as normal. And there's something that can help. It's called Nutrafol. I'm sure you've heard about it. And it helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. Love that. Love that it's drug-free. Love that it's a supplement. It has a bunch of good stuff in it, good vitamins that, you know, if you ever wish you had visibly thicker hair, if you ever wish you had less shedding, or if stress is causing your hair to thin or whatever it is, there are so many root causes for hair thinning and Nutrafol addresses key root causes through a whole body approach to hair health. I remember seeing Nutrafol on social media, you know, very much recommended by different influencers. And, you know, I slid into their DMs and I was like, this was when I was postpartum. And I was like, does this really work? Like, I need to know. And literally every single influencer that I asked was like, yes, it freaking works. You could take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code NOTSKINNY. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, that's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The promo code is NOTSKINNY. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code NOTSKINNY. I know we're all trying to do better and live healthier and more holistic and not go to sleep with our cell phones in our hands. And if you really want to do that and commit to that, I really, really recommend you check out the Hatch Restore 2. The Hatch Restore 2 is basically your bedside sleep guide. It's your ally in rest. It's an innovative all-in-one dream machine, and it's a sophisticated sound machine, light and alarm clock. And it's really beautifully designed for your bedside table. I don't have to tell you this, that sleep is one of the most important things you could do for yourself. I really need to, you know, take my own advice and sleep more as I'm speaking to you. It's two in the afternoon and I'm literally falling asleep. So I know that I need to work on it. I know that I need to get better at sleeping and, you know, really preferring my sleep and putting it as a priority above, you know, watching another episode. And what's so nice about Hatch Restore 2 is that it teaches your body when it's time to sleep and when it's time to rise with light and sound cues. It also has meditations that it coaches you through and mindfulness exercises that really can transform the time before and after sleep. Right now, Hatch is offering my listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping at hatch.co slash not skinny. Sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash not skinny to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash not skinny. So you're still in Connecticut at that point. Did you start going more to LA? So I would go to LA on the weekends and like red eye flight back to school in the morning. But where would you go? Where would you stay? Like what was the itinerary? I was staying in hotels with my parents. We would get like an Airbnb out there with the family and then COVID hit. So I was back in Connecticut for a couple months. And then did you think COVID was going to fuck your shit up? Like, were you scared of like it affecting your growth? I don't even think I was thinking that far into it. I was just so There was so much going on and I was just so excited to be a part of it. Like you were having fun with it at the beginning. Yeah, I had so many friends. Everyone wanted to be my friend. I was like, this is great. Wait, when everybody wanted to be your friend, were you sus at all? Of like, wait, this is weird. Like, 
No, I was I was really naive and I didn't mm. realize how many people were actually my friends. You that, figured that out, it sounds like, yeah, by now. That realization was pretty hard. Like from Connecticut, like you're talking about hometown no, stuff, like LA in stuff. LA. I had my friends in Connecticut. And Those are the same people today. I'm still friends with them. Mm. Love them to death. They're, I can call them anytime, tell them anything. They're like the best. How do they feel about your success? Are they like, whoa? They go back and forth where it's like, you're not special. Like you're this. Well, you need person. that though. Yeah. yeah. Like you need that to ground you. But then it's fun. Like my friends came to Coachella with me and they get like the crazy Coachella experience. Do you ever feel like you're welcome, you guys? No, it's <laughs> like I brought my friends out for it was one of my friend's birthdays. So it was like a fun little thing to do for their birthdays. And honestly, it's life saving to me because I'm like, oh, I get to go places with my friends. Yeah. Everyone, everyone I feel like loves to have their little group on like shoots with them. I'm always doing things either with my family or by myself. So anytime I do get to bring my friends with me, it's like. That's so cute. Is it hard that they're far though? If they're in Connecticut, you're in LA. Well, they're all in college. So oh. Anytime they have a break. I They'll come out. And come out to me. So it's really nice. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. But you're like, you're Charles D'Amelio. Yeah. Does that ever <laughs> get like, you know, they don't get the life that you're living or you have money and they maybe have less money. So like, who's going to pay for dinner kind of vibes or like well, Venmo, anytime, are they Venmoing you if you pay for dinner, you know? I guess not. Like anytime that I invite them to LA, I feel like it's like, I'm taking you here, I'm taking you out of school. You're coming to stay with me. Like I have no problem handling that. Yeah. I'm the host, you know, you That's feel like the host. Yeah. Which is nice. Were you always that kind of a person? Like even before, you were making your own money? I always try to be. My parents always raised me like you want to be able to take care of people if you are inviting them out, like you tip well. Yeah. All of that. I was raised with that mentality. My dad is very like you treat everyone with respect and kindness and handle your always take care of yourself. Even like my boyfriend and I go on dates and we're like fighting over the check. Yeah. I'm paying it. Well, I'm paying it. Yeah. I'd rather that than have to rely on anybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're definitely setting a, an example of like a working woman, independent, nine to five. No, not nine to five, but no. sometimes harder than nine to five, I imagine. I mean, I definitely, my job, I'm very, very lucky and it's pretty, for the most part, pretty laid back. I can dress however I want. I can say whatever I want. I don't really feel like I'm in a box, which is really nice. Yeah. But there's some times where it is a lot. Were you in one of those houses? Yeah. Again, TikTok grandma. Yeah, I was so. never like living in the house, like never under contract with anybody for my own sake. That was just not where I wanted to go. But That's smart. Guess, How did you have that like intuition not to do that? My parents. Yeah? Yeah. I always took a lot of guidance from them and I really appreciate the fact that they helped me understand like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this. Like, yeah. You're, you're did young. you think about, did you do like consider it back then? Yeah. The houses. Yeah. It's really easy to fall into that. It's so shiny and new. Yeah. So what happened? Did you go there for a day and like make content? Yeah. I was always around. I was around a lot of the houses. Yeah. And I was kind of like the, everyone wanted to make content with you. Yeah. Wow. How did that feel? Good or no, I don't want to make content with every single person now because you're so nice. 
some it, I imagine like you struggled with that. It felt good. It felt good to be wanted. Yeah. But then when you're by yourself at night and you see like everyone else hanging out and you weren't invited, that's when it's like, oh, well, they wanted to hang out when I was doing something for them. But now it's like, well, you're too young. And it's like, well, you guys are just all at the house. Like I can. Yeah. I don't really see the issue. And I wasn't young enough to like be in your videos and do collabs, but I'm too young to hang out. Mm. Like that was a harsh reality for a while. Yeah. I can imagine that gets, I mean, LA can be like ruthless in that sense. Like everyone's trying to make it. Yeah. Everyone wants a piece of people that made it. Did you, do you feel like you learned how to navigate that better now? Like you're, do you have like that sixth sense about people? I called a lot of, a lot of the people that didn't end up being who they were online. I feel like I had a pretty good intuition about it. Mm. Where a couple weeks before everyone else started to notice, I was like, I don't know if I trust them. There, it's just something seems off. But obviously when you're the youngest in the group and everyone else has their own opinions and are doing their own thing, they don't always listen. But I ended up being right about a lot of stuff. Mm. So you have a good like intuition and moral compass. Yeah, but I also like. forgive really easily, mm. which doesn't always help. Yeah, but I feel like it's good for, I saw this meme that was like, if you're holding on to stuff. Yeah you're doing damage to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was just, I let a lot of people walk all over me for a long time just because I was, I didn't know any better. Yeah. And that changed, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, good. Go strong, Charlie. So what's different about you to me and noticing like TikTok today, which is different, I imagine. Yeah. Like dances are not really the main event. Yeah. I used to think that was like what TikTok is because during your time. It was. Yeah. That was it. Everyone was doing dances. And now everyone's putting on concealer. Right? Yeah. Do you do GRWMs? (laughs) I mean, yes and no. I I try. I feel like for me, I didn't speak for a lot of like my time on TikTok. It was always music. That's that's the I'm like jealous of that for you, though. (laughs) Like, are you so because you took what you're good at and you did it and people like that and you didn't need to like you know, be funny or. Yeah. I mean, everyone was like, she kind of has like no personality. She doesn't really talk. Mm. But I I love that. I think it's great. Did that offend you, though, if people said that? No, that didn't. Because I kind of like kind of agree. (laughs) What? No, you don't. I just like to be to myself. Yeah. And not like talk too much. Now, I definitely speak a lot more, but it's... Well, you're so soft-spoken. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you ever yell? Not really. Oh, my God. I feel like my voice next to yours is, like, nails. I hate (laughs) my voice, though. Really? Yeah. What do you... What? Why? I mean, everyone does, so I guess that's a little... But you're (laughs) so quiet. I sound so, like, I don't know, just so timid. Huh. Like, you wish you spoke with me. doing that on purpose? Like, I wish I had a little bass to my voice. Like, like to speak with more like, oomph, yeah. like confidence. Like videos, hearing myself speak is like the worst thing. Really? But that's everybody. Yeah. Don't feel bad about it. So I kind of do love that for you, though, that like you took something you were good at. And at the time when you started, like, did you have any idea of like wanting to be famous? Did you grow up thinking about being famous or wanting like to be in Hollywood? My dream was to be a backup dancer. That was like 
only thing, only dream that I ever had. So I never expected to be in the forefront of anything. Uh-huh. Who was your main dream, like backup dance for who? J-Lo and Lady Gaga. Mm. Yeah. That'd be so cool. They're just incredible. Did you ever think of like using your connections now to like get to... Wait, you did do something cool though. I remember... Who did you do something very cool with at the beginning? Like J-Lo. Yeah. You did something with J-Lo. Yeah. What was it? I got to dance with her like right before she did the Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super fun. Got to dance on stage with BB Rexa, which was so Oh, yeah. I saw you speak about how she's like... Yeah. How did that connection happen? She was actually like the first person to reach out to me when this all started. And say what? Like, I'm here for you? Yeah. She's just... She's always been someone that I kind of look at as like a second older sister. Like She'll tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. She'll be there to comfort you. But she's just like strong. Do you hang out or is it just like? Yeah, we definitely have. I just saw her at the VMAs and we like were sitting at a table. Her mom was there, which was that was my first time I met her mom. Just like talking like normal people. She's so sweet. Yeah. And she's so like she always stands up for herself, which I really respect, like yeah. in, in the media. You were also on Dancing with the Stars. Again, you got to shine. You won. Were you, like, you're competitive as a person. Definitely. So you wanted to win. I just heard Caitlin Bristow won also. And she was telling me, like, as fun as it is, it's, like, the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. It put me through a lot as far as, like, my personal life. But I also met the best people. Like my partner, Mark, and his wife have been such rocks for me during like the hardest times of my life. Hmm. And I still like talk to them every day. They help me learn so much about myself. And my partner is like, he'll tell me, you need to stand up for yourself. Like, do you want me to call them and tell them that like you're not doing this and you're tired and you need to go to bed? And I'm like, I'll tell them. Like, He just, he gets me and he makes me feel like, first of all, proud of the things that I've done, but also like I can speak up for myself. And your mom competed at the same time. Yeah. Who got cast first or was it together? We actually found out the same time and we got cast together. How did you feel? What was your gut reaction? I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I had stopped dancing and I didn't feel like I was at a point where I would do well. And I was just really intimidated, but I also had that feeling that was like, if I don't do it, is my mom still going to be able to do it? Like you wanted her to, oh, why are you the cutest thing fucking (laughs) ever? I meant like, were you bummed to do it with your mom? No. You wanted to do it with your mom. I wanted her to be able to do it because it was a dream of hers. And obviously it was a dream of mine too, but the reality of it just seemed too scary And turns out my partner was thinking the same thing. And then it was just a match made in heaven and one of the best two-date career opportunities I've ever had. Yeah. You would have regretted not doing that. Yeah. I'm so... I think it's my favorite thing I've done since I started. Wow. Because it's, again, it's the dancing. And that's what what you love. Yeah. But it's so wild, Charlie, that you're saying, like, you debated not doing it. And one of the motivators was you know your mom wants to do it. And you were scared that they might pull the offer if you don't do it. Yeah. Wild. 
You're such a good girl. She's so lucky to have a fucking kid like you. Thank you. Would you want to do like more in that world of dance competitions? Like be a judge, be a like something involved in that. Absolutely. I mean, if they were to do like an all-star season, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. You heard that? Would you do like a tour? Yeah, we did. We did Dancing with the Stars uh, tour. Uh, and it was so much fun. I, I mean, that's really like your your passion. Yeah. Everyone involved in that show, like crew, pros, everyone. It was the best time of my life. So I want to ask more about the TikTok stuff. It's like nowadays when people become, you know, creators or online, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into it of like, what should I do? How will I go viral? Like, I would say calculated, right? Do you feel like there was any, like, would you attribute like it was organic? It was natural as putting out videos is what happened. Or was there a point in your career where you had to be more calculated about like, okay, how am I going to do? You know what I mean? Like, did you have that? I think I was wildly unprepared for anything. There's no rule book of like, what are you supposed to do? What are you not supposed to do? I'm doing interviews. What am I supposed to talk about? I'm working with companies. I'm like, what to say yes to, what to say no to. No one's telling me what to do. And I don't know what to do. I'm, I was 15. Like, I'm just trying to do my best. I still can't even put an outfit together. Like, I don't know how this works. So I kind of just had to figure it out as I went. Yeah. Hoped that the people that were helping me had my best interests at heart. That was really all I could count on. Yeah. And BB Rexa for some advice. Yeah. (laughs) For some, because she was at that point, like, were there any other like famous people or creators that you liked that you were like, hey, like, help me navigate this crazy world? I think my best times for advice, like, I remember one time, this is so crazy, but. J-Lo actually asked me to come to her offices and I went with my parents and we ended up sitting and having such an amazing conversation. And I left asking my parents, like, did you guys set that up? Like, was that an intervention? You can be honest because I was really struggling. And she told me exactly what I needed to hear without even knowing that I needed it. And I feel like everything that I've heard from these really influential people has been like a happy accident that just, I really needed that today and they didn't even know it. Oh, wow. So what was the reason that she called you in? Just to meet you? Yeah, just to like talk, just to like see what was going on. It Was, was this pre-Super Bowl or post? Post. Oh, it was, it was after. so random. Crazy. Yeah. And it Do you love, so she's one of your, the greats. Yeah, she's, every time I see her, it's just been absolutely incredible and She's I know. And by the way, you guys, J-Lo gets a lot of flack. She'll say it too. Like people are like, she's a diva. She's, I got to interview her for something and everyone scared me. And she was the nicest yeah. ever. I was she's like, why very, does she get that like, rep? Protective, especially at the time I was so young. You could tell she was like mom instincts. It was really sweet. Oh, that's fun. And I think she just, when it comes to work, she knows what she likes. Yeah. And she's a boss. I think that that's awesome. I'd so much rather that than have someone that well, I don't know, like whatever works for you when it comes to doing something that they're passionate about, you want to execute it how you're envisioning it. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And tell me about bringing your family into the fame world because Dixie's also like huge (laughs) and your parents are on the reality show, the D'Amelios, and they're also known in their own right now. Did you ever imagine that would happen? Like, 
at the beginning, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you thought like, okay, here I am like blowing up. Did you think your family would, would come into it too? Definitely not to the extent that it has. I feel like I've always been very close to my family. So when it came time to moving across the country, definitely. I was 16 when we moved. I mean, it makes sense to move with my parents. I'm not going to move there by myself. And even now, like I live with my sister, my all, my whole family's in New York City with me, all doing. Wait, you live with your sister by by yourselves? Yeah, just us two. Oh, you don't live in the house with your parents anymore? No. When did you move out? I was 17, so like two years. What? Yeah. And wait, how old is Zixie? She just turned 22. I can't believe both of you are living alone. Yeah. Like doing, but like, how are you doing your own, you know, food shopping, your own bills, your own, I mean, I'm assuming you have like some, some help with those things. (laughs) Yeah. But like, uh, are you, you feel like you're really like, I have your own household vibes. I order my own Postmates. (laughs) I, I cook sometimes, not really. What, what was the decision to move out like of your parents' house? Dixie wanted to move to a house and she wanted a roommate and she was like, I've lived with you before. I feel like it makes sense. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then a week later, we like moved into a house together. It worked out really perfectly. Were your parents like upset that you guys were leaving? I expected my mom to be in tears. And she wasn't? No, but my dad was really upset. And I didn't expect that. He was like, you don't have to go. Yeah. You really don't have to I go. I mean, it is a young, well, I guess technically like you would have gone to college or something. Yeah. You guys know I'm your Macy's correspondent. I'm always here to tell you about Macy's updates, Macy's news, Macy's sales. And right now, Macy's lowest prices of the season sale, LPOS, lowest prices of the season, is here from October 13th until October 22nd. You can get 40 to 60% off regular sale and clearance items. That's huge savings on pretty much everything. Clothes, decor, handbags, shoes. Plus, you'll find your favorite brands like Calvin Klein, DKNY, and Steve Madden to elevate your style. So go over to Macy's.com to check out great deals. Some exclusions apply, but you'll see details at Macy's.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out Macy's Diamond Sale. You don't want to miss those great deals. It's also from the 13th till the 22nd, and you can get 30 to 60% off fine jewelry for pretty much any occasion. You can get 55 to 70% off lab-grown diamonds and gemstone jewelry and 75% off gold chains. So Macy's really has it all. Jewelry, fashion, home stuff, everything, and lowest prices of the season is happening right now. So head over to Macy's.com, Macy's.com, get yours. You guys, I am sure you've heard of Moon, Moon Oral Beauty. That's where beauty starts with your smile and they reimagine oral care by elevating the everyday oral care routine into an oral beauty experience. It's like, you know what? We have beauty routines for our hair and our skin. What about our teeth? So important. Moon delivers effective results. It has gentle ingredients and clean formulations trusted by professionals. So I wanted to tell you guys about Moon's teeth whitening device. 
Wouldn't it be nice that in between visits, you can feel that squeaky clean? So Moon has a teeth whitening device, and it's clinically proven to whiten teeth up to 12 shades in two weeks while removing tough stains on teeth from coffee, tea, and other drinks. You can also pair it with the dissolving whitening strips, which is amazing. The strips dissolve in your mouth in less than 15 minutes for an easy to use mess free application. No rinsing, no removal, not complicated, no messy gels or trays or whatever. Okay. It dissolves. Highly recommend checking out the moon dissolving whitening strips and pair that with the teeth whitening device. Okay. It's lightweight. It's water resistant and it's wireless and it got over 90% five-star reviews. Get 20% off your first device purchase at MoonOralBeauty.com. The code is not skinny at checkout. Again, that's code not skinny for 20% off your first device order on MoonOralBeauty.com. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. eBay is making sure the things you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there's no feeling like real. I was so happy to hear that eBay is offering this authenticity guarantee because, you know, not once, not twice do you search on eBay and you want to buy, you know, a designer handbag and you're like, "Mm, is this for real? And how do you know? Because the seller said, oh, it's 100% authentic. These days, you want to make sure you're getting the real deal. So go straight to eBay. And when you're searching, just look for that blue check mark and it will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. Every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it. They're making sure it's the real thing. So listen, when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere and it's actually really tough to tell the difference for yourself with eBay authenticity guarantee. It's easy. Again, just look for the blue check mark and you know it's checked by real experts, whether they're specialized in sneakers, streetwear, watches, jewelry, or handbags. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Listen, I have two sisters. I get mad if they like copy my pants. You know, I'm like, I bought those first. Both of you are like in the same world. Do you get competitive? We don't get competitive, but we do butt heads a lot. They, everyone kind of says, like, you can't catch us both on a good day. It's like one of us is having a great day. And then all of a sudden, like, they get tired. And then all of a sudden, the other one's like, oh, my goodness, like, best day ever. So we're never on the same page. When we are, it is wonderful. But we're also it's- sisters. And we do fight a lot. Yeah. But never about anything that, like, actually matters. But ever about like content stuff, TikTok stuff. Like, is she ever like, oh, why is your engagement so much better? (laughs) No. In the the beginning, before she was even on social media, all she did was make fun of me. I was like, this is so stupid. Like, you're embarrassing me. Stop. Yeah. And then she did it. So did you like, were you like, excuse me? When I hit a million followers was when she started her account. Did she think she was starting it? In a prof- like a professional like creator way, or did no. you start as like a personal? Just thing? for fun. We were all doing it for fun. Yeah, 
Yeah. When you met all those like house people, I'm, I'm assuming some of them were more like calculated, like I'm going to be famous. Yeah. Yeah. And so not everybody's like you. I mean, I feel like you guys with the D'Amelio show season three is coming out soon. There is some Kardashian vibes yeah. of like a family. Everyone's in business together. You have the D'Amelio brands. You're like a whole empire. Of fam- and that's what kind of they are. And now you're dating Landon, yeah. who's also he's, everyone's in the fam. So are you getting any advice from them on like, I mean, they they're the, I feel like the best people to give you advice. Yeah. I mean, they're wonderful. Yeah. Like, they're so sweet. I've definitely, I think there's been one time where I like, I went to his house and he still lives with his dad. And I think there's been like one time where I was like genuinely distraught and they kind of helped me. They talked me out of it a little yeah. bit. But I think overall they're so supportive. Yeah, they came to your, some of your performances on yeah. Dancing with the Stars. And Courtney even like, Posting my perfume, like little things like that. Yeah. It's just like she really didn't have to do that. And it means a lot. And just day to day, like obviously we see each other when there's no cameras around and how truly like kind they are. Yeah. It's really incredible to have that type of energy, like your boyfriend's family. Yeah. It's really nice. And especially Courtney, like her vibe is more like, you know, she like has the fame, she doesn't like. She's not obsessed with it. Yeah. She loves the boundaries. She loves the family. So so you got a good future step. Not step. Step mom-in-law. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm I, it's really great. Yeah. I'm I've always felt Did you watch their show? I've seen some of it, but I I it was the second day that Lana and I were hanging out together. He's like, "Want to go to dinner with my family?" And I'm like, okay, <laughs> weirdo. And I'm like ripping my closet apart. Like, it's not just like your media. Yeah, family. it's like Travis Barker this is, and yeah. This is scary. And I think from day one, they were always like making sure. Wait, so that really I your second family. hangout was with his family? Yeah. Wow. So I've, they've always been open arms with me. That's so sweet of him. Did that turn you on as like, what a nice boy. Like that that's the second hangout. It definitely threw me a little bit at first. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so crazy. It's <laughs> like, so weird. We're not that serious yet, Landon. But it was, it was really nice. And, and I, also if he got his dad's like love abilities. Yeah. You know, He's, like Travis is such a good fucking partner and like loves so hard. Yeah. Did Landon get that from him? Yeah. He's like thoughtful in the ways that you don't think of like even he's watching my dog at home and just like he asked to take her he's like can I watch rebel while you're away I'm like sure why not like sending me photo updates and just everything that he can do to go out of his way he does that's so cute how did you guys meet well we had like had mutual friends and everything but my sister saw him out one night and we were talking. I was like, oh, I'm so bored and like lonely. My friends had canceled plans on me. And she was like, oh, I saw Landon. She was like, you should DM him. And I was like, okay. And we ended up hanging out that night. And then. Stop. You made the first, you slid in. I did. And he answered. How quickly did he answer? Like three minutes. No. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, DM on TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. So are you more of an Instagram girl now? I think messaging wise. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Does TikTok even have messaging? I never use it. Huh. 
Wow. So if Charlie slides into anybody's DM, they see it, right? It like pops up <laughs> no matter what. Tell me about the music stuff because Dixie was doing music stuff. Yeah. And then season two of the your show, you started dabbling. Is that still a passion? Do you think it's something you want to continue with? Right now, no. Uh, was it just for fun? Yeah, it was something that I wanted to do. Like no pressure. I just want to see what it's like, have fun, do it for no reason. And then it turned into something that was a little bit more like, okay, so now we need to put it out. And I was like, all right. And I don't know. I feel like it was fun when it was just for myself. Yeah. Would you ever do acting? Yeah. That you would. Yeah. I think it's so fun. And that was one thing that my dad always said he thinks I'd be really good at. So I feel like I have to try it at least once for him. Yeah. That's so cute for him. I love it. Another big storyline on the show, or not even storyline, but like theme is mental health. And like you and Dixie are both open about struggling with that. Where is your big, biggest struggle with mental health? Is it anxiety? Yeah, I think anxiety is a big part of it. I've always really struggled with getting my anxiety under control. And like nerves, like when you say anxiety, is it like nervousness? Yeah, nervousness and like panic attacks. Mm. I've always struggled with that. I think always. Yeah. Since when? I was I was really young. Thir- third grade. Really? Yeah. Do you still get them? Very rarely do oh, I good. ever get like a true panic attack. Oh, anymore. good. How did you get that under control? A lot of therapy and a lot of figuring out ways to help. My- I still like before I left for New York, I had to call my mom and like have her calm me down because I was just so panicked. About what? You did the VMAs? Yeah, just traveling. Traveling. Traveling really stresses me out. Like the airplane? No. Like, airplane doesn't. I have OCD. So leaving my space with all of my things. Is like you have thing. clinical, like you were diagnosed yeah. with it. So that's something that leaving my stuff is really hard for me. Mm. So I'm always like traveling is a lot. Mm. And you travel a lot. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming because of that, do you make choices like You'll only travel if it's like really important or like if you really want to do it or are you up for anything? Um, I'm up for anything. It, I just have to prepare myself the right way. But that's like having it's kind of I like to say it's like two things fighting like ADHD and OCD together. You have both. Yeah. Make it really hard to understand how you're feeling and then deal with it because yeah, I'm obsessing over this, but now I'm feeling like I need to obsess over 10 things. And it's like the amount of post-it notes around my room so I can feel organized with all my reminders and like, don't forget this. Don't forget that. Don't forget this. Now I need to like make sure that it's on right. And is it the right color? That's the stuff that no one really sees. Yeah. But I've definitely been working more on getting that under control. Well, good. And like, it's so good that you're open about it. I'm sure it helps so many people that follow you and so many young people. Is your demographic still really young? Like, are they your age? Are they my, like, are they older? It's a little bit everywhere. Yeah. A lot of young girls, a lot of girls, my age, some college age, and then a lot of parents because they're kids. Yeah. I feel like parents, I was just, I just saw somebody podcasting here and it was like, I'm having on She was like, Oh my God. Like, 
my daughter would freak out. So like, yeah, the parents know you for their daughter. Like, yeah. can you walk down the street in LA? Like what happens? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you can go to like it a depends. bougie restaurant. Yeah, it and, depends where I am. Yeah. For like sure. you could go to like, maybe not to a Jamba Juice, but you could go to like a fancy restaurant and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Okay. We're almost done, but you're amazing. You do things with your sister a lot, but you also do things on your own. Like you say, you do a lot with your family. What's your preference? Like, do you like having them as like a cushion? I like doing things on my own. Yeah. I feel like... You are Courtney. Oh my God. That was a (laughs) storyline on the last season. Yeah. I love being able to do things by myself just because I get more nervous in front of my family. And I think sometimes it's a little harder to open up when you have like your mom and dad right next to you. Because they can kind of fill in the blanks for you. Yeah. But I go back and forth. Definitely this year, I've enjoyed trying things on my own, though. Cool. And tell me about the show, though, because you are a little bit shy and soft-spoken and private and mysterious. So how does that add up with, like, being on a reality show and, like, filming your life for everybody to see? Probably not the best. (laughs) Um, But how did that come about? Like, were you down? Did you have to be convinced? I don't think I really knew what to expect. And I think it's a little hard. Like, I've got a very dry sense of humor that a lot of people don't always get. And they think I'm coming across, like, rude. But, like, it was a joke. I feel like getting through all of that stuff is really hard. But it's also sometimes you say things that maybe I didn't mean it like that. But that's how it came across. Or in the heat of the moment, like, I was just having a really bad day. and. I got so upset and I didn't need to. It's like things like that that are a little bit frustrating after you're done filming because you're like, really do you guys like, have control? Are you producers and stuff? Yeah, we are executive producers on the show, but you also, you know, you let, yeah, you're not going to like take out everywhere where yeah. you don't look amazing. So are you excited for the new season to come out? Do you think we're going to see like a different side of you and the fam? I'm excited, but nervous. I think. Throughout filming this past season, it was a lot. Our what was a lot? Was going through a lot. And I think it was such a transitional period. And they just caught us at some of the worst times where, like, Dixie and I are screaming, arguing at each other. And, and their cameras. And you yeah. forget that they're there. So it's, it's also, like, having to relive these not-so-perfect times, like, four times because you're you're filming it and then you're talking about it and then you see the cuts of the episodes and then it's out and you see what everyone else is saying about it. It's right. Like a little So, scary. but probably now you just kind of want to get it over with. Yeah. Like have it come out, let me deal with it and have it be behind me. Would you keep doing it like the Kardashians like for like 10 years? If everyone else wanted to, I would. But yeah. It's definitely like all of the things that were happening are already resolved now. So at least knowing that I'm like, I feel good about it. I heard that you don't drive. Yes. Why? I hate it. Like, scares you? Yeah. Like, you're scared to get into an accident? I'm scared of being in control of a car. Really? Like, it's really, really nervous. Have you driven a few times? I have my license. Yeah. I don't. I've driven twice since I got my license, like, a couple months ago. I just... So, what do you do? Do you... Does somebody drive you? Do you have a driver? Yeah. For like certain like work 
Yeah. Someone take me. Or but like, a, like you want to go to Air One. I just, I don't really. <laughs> you don't leave her house? No. You order everything in. Yeah. Landon doesn't drive either. Like, what? So Wait, why doesn't Landon drive? He just doesn't like, he just hasn't gotten his license. Oh my God. He says he's like a great driver. Like, okay, I prove it, Landon. And you don't. We both can't drive. We know. No, that is hilarious. Yeah. Okay, we need to get on. If he doesn't have your, you have a fear. That's okay. Yeah. If Landon just didn't get around to it, yeah, you should be driving me everywhere. Yeah. And this would be perfect. And it's kind of hot when a guy like drive stick or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you watch any reality shows? Yeah. What do you watch? Jersey Shore. You do? Yeah. What? Like the 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 family reunion, like but the oldies? I'm like up to date. Only reason I haven't seen this past week's episode is because. Lana and I watch it together and I'm waiting till I get back. So we'll have two episodes next week. Did both of you love it independently and then met and were like, we both love Jersey Shore. Or did one of you start um, watching because of the other? Well, actually, I was doing Dancing with the Stars with Vinny. And I was like, after it ended, I was like, OK, I need to watch the show. Oh, it was after that you started? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. And you loved it. That is so random. Yeah. I love it. So no, like, Bravo stuff. Bravo no, or like. Not really. Mm. Did you meet any celebs that like disappointed you that weren't like who you thought they were going to be? No. No. Another question for you about celebs. So many breakups lately. Have you noticed? Do you care about like entertainment news? Are you interested in like <laughs> what's happening in like the celebrity world? Are you like, oh my God. Yes. And Joe no. and Sophie broke up. Sometimes with like certain things. I'm like, okay, well, let me actually get to the bottom of this because, like, I know people that know. Oh, you're like, if I'm in it, then I'm going to get the tea. Yeah. Gotcha. But there's always, like, it's, I keep pretty up to date, but some things I just have no idea. So who's your favorite actor? Ooh, maybe, like, Sarah Paulson. She's amazing. I love her. She's really great. And favorite musician? Mm. Dixie. No. Oh, yeah, Dixie. <laughs> and who else? Tim Stones. Okay, of course you like like cool music that I haven't heard of. Like sad music. Oh, it is. He's Are sad. you emo? I don't think so. Okay, is Landon emo? I don't think so. Both of you kind of give a little. He like can lean more punk. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I but can see that. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty basic. <laughs> Keep it pretty basic. <laughs> Do you think that people still think of you as? As a kid, like because you started as a kid and you, I mean, you're not a kid. You're a teenager, technically. Wait, when's 20 for you? May. Oh, you're May? May what? First. Okay, so not a Gemini. I was like, you do not give Gemini. I'm a Taurus. Taurus. Mm, very stable. Taurus. <laughs> I look crazy. What are you? Gemini. Oh, okay. A lot crazy. I'm going to tell you, I have some Gemini friends and I love that. Yeah, we're very Cool. You get the like two face thing. Yeah. I've seen it's like personal and work mode. Yeah. I feel like that's great. I yeah. love that in a Gemini. Like, yeah. So determined. I think it's great. Do you care about like astrology and stuff? I do. Yeah. I think it's fun. Yeah. To dabble, not yeah. to like become obsessed. Yeah. Charlie, you're an angel on earth. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.